What a world you now listening to Talk of Brothers Podcast. Welcome to the Talk of Talk Talk of Brothers Podcast. Podcast. Allow me to reintroduce myself. So, talk of Brothers Podcast. Talk of Brothers. Talk of Brothers. Talk of Brothers Podcast with Smash and Goldie. Goldie and Smash, you guys doing your thing. The mic is contacted. I attract clientele. My brother. Goldie and Smash. Talk of Brothers. That's popping. We ain't worried about nothing. Y'all are now listening to Talk of Brothers. Podcast. What's happening, everybody? It's your boy Godi. And this your boy Smash coming at you. Wanna welcome you guys to another episode of Talking Brothers Podcast. What's happening, Smash? Coming off this hiatus. What's been going on, dog? Man, just chilling, baby. Just chilling, man. Just uh, you know what I'm saying? Trying to be a better me, that's all. What about you, man? Happy anniversary. Thank you, thank you. Fifteen years in and counting. Fifteen, but that's that's a milestone, man. That's good. That's that's awesome, dog. Yeah, feels like fifteen times fifteen times fifteen. But how who, long? Uh, but who's counting? How, how long your wife been at the uh, semin- seminary? She had to be a <laughs> she had to be an angel to uh, marry you and put up with you for that long. Hey man, look. <laughs> With me, that's definitely a firm believer that there's somebody for everybody. Put it that way. <laughs> nah, you ain't that bad now. There's some people that you out there and you really hit that statement like, it's somebody for everybody. Yeah, yeah man. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Nah, that's cool, bro. That's 15 years. That's long. And they and they say, uh, you know, black men don't stay in a relationship long, man. You just got to get with the right person. Yeah, it, it comes with comes with patience, time and error. You know, just if if you got the time and the effort, it, it'll work. You know, put the yeah, put the work in. You can't be lazy. I know that for sure. Man, it, it, trust me, it, it it definitely takes a lot of work. But at the yeah. end of the day, you know, you look back on it and you realize, man, you know what? It's been a it's been a good ride, even with the ups and the downs. You know. Oh no doubt. Y'all got any plans? Um, whatever. Well, I don't have any plans, but I'm more than sure she got a boatload of them. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I just what is it? Far more casual. Just let me know what I what, what a tie I need to put on. Pretty much, that's how it normally happens. So, but now, what's what's going up there, man? In that bone chilling weather up in the Midwest. Man, it's it's actually to me, it's not that bad. It's been about the high 40s or 50s so it's not bad for me um it's, it's been cool you know um just chilling I, I mean the one good thing about the weather when it break up here you ain't got to cut the grass so that's that's one good thing well you didn't have any grass anyway so you don't have that problem man here we go again <laughs> i got man you know i won yard of the year compared to what <laughs> My grass up green, they almost opened up a dispensary. Thought I was selling something up in here. I'm like, nah, this this is real grass, people, real grass. And we're still waiting. We we went on hiatus for for two and a half months, and I still haven't seen this this grass you speak of. Hey man, it's still green. <laughs> it's still green, even in the weather. Like a lot of people's yards done turned brown. You know what I'm saying? Mine's still over here waving. Yeah, I guess. Waving, waving back, like man, and you know, what I'm saying I can't even say the other yards are green with envy. I need to hit the joke. 
<laughs> Green with envy. <laughs> yeah, he comes back as a comedian, folks. <laughs> been honing my craft, man. man. I see, I see. We, we've been we've been gone, but you know we we've been working on some things. So it's it ain't been a it's been some personal things we've been working on. So we ain't we ain't leave y'all. Yeah, it's been good though, man. You don't see my LSU Tigers doing their thing, number one in the country. You know, it's, it's good to be a Tiger right about now. I can't say much for them Seminoles though. You know, I'm a, I'm gonna give you props, man. So it's a good thing you're recording this, y'all. Y'all Tigers <laughs> are doing it. I mean, y'all normally are consistent with doing your thing. I'll give you that. But then somewhere along the line, y'all fall off. But and this is right normally around the time y'all fall off. But y'all ain't fell off yet beat Obama so you know what I'm saying I'm happy for y'all we you know Florida State we ain't got no ties to LSU so it ain't if y'all win y'all win you know yeah um, but, I know but we'll I, see I know old Cell shots out to Cell dog I know you pissed off kicking the dog mm. he would right now he refused to give props now what I am I ain't saying shit to Cell until <laughs> we can see if we can beat these goddamn Gators this weekend say man I am rooting for Florida State for this one, bro. I think we would have to take a drive down and, and check on this brother, cause I, he would go, he would go stalk raving mad if they lose, if they pull this upset off. I'm pulling for y'all. Hey, we pull this upset off. I, you right? I might take a trip and just show up at his door, or, or call him. Hey, bro, I'm at the, I'm at the local B Dubs. Come on down. With full fledged Florida State gear <laughs> on, head to toe. Oh, that boy would be so mad. Oh my goodness, but man, what what you want to talk about today, man? We coming back there. I mean, we've missed a lot of Jews out there, but Dang. right it now was. we gotta have we got a uh, few things we can talk about. But mainly, since we left off with the cap, I guess we'll pick up there because that's just dominating news right now. So we'll go yeah. into and go into this this thing. Uh, for all the listeners, we got a thing that we're a segment that we're introducing called Press Play, and in that segment, we'll play a clip. Um, with this one, it will, it will be Kaepernick after this workout. If you haven't, if you don't know, the NFL hoodwink bamboozled Kaepernick into strong on him into making his workout, getting to this workout to see if he yeah. get back on the NFL team. So let's get to this Press Play. Just press play. Oh, I already pressed play. Let me start by saying I appreciate y'all coming out. That means a lot to me. Our biggest thing with everything today was making sure we had transparency in what went on. We weren't getting that elsewhere, so we came out here. It's important that y'all are here. Y'all been attacked for the last three years. Y'all continue to be attacked. We appreciate what y'all do. We appreciate you being here today. We appreciate the work you do for the people and telling the truth. That's what we want in everything. I've been ready for three years. I've been denied for three years. We all know why I came out here showed it today in front of everybody. We have nothing to hide. So we're waiting for the 32 owners, the 32 teams, Roger Goodell, all of them to stop running. Stop running from the truth. Stop running from the people. We're out here, we're ready to play. We're ready to go anywhere. My agent, Jeff Nally, is ready to talk to any team. I interview with any team at any time. I've been ready, I'm staying ready, and I'll continue to be ready. And to all the people that came out here today to support, I appreciate y'all, I love y'all. To the people that aren't here, 
I'm thinking of you. I appreciate you supporting from where you are. We'll continue to give you updates as we hear. We'll be waiting to hear from Roger Goodell, the NFL, the 32 teams. We'll let you know if we hear from them. Ball's in their court. We're ready to go. Now, you, what's your stance on this, man? I, Because I am still dazed and confused by the, the tactics of both sides on who's right, who's wrong, and does any of this make any sense to you? Uh, well, you know, like off wax, we talked about it in in the group or whatever, and I I said it didn't make sense to me at all in the first place because normally when a player is trying to come back on the scene or do a, a tryout, they're just called into the individual team and work out for them at their facility or wherever that choice is. But for them to have all these teams to be there, I think it was. I mean, I got to give them credit. It was a smart play on the NFL just so they could say, hey, we're not biased against Kaepernick. We're not blackballing him or whatever. You know, it was a good PR move for them so they wouldn't look bad. But <clears throat> one thing I did learn in this, man, is I'm not sure Cap really wants to play. I, I think he wants to play, but I think it's more of he was trying to control the narrative. The NFL gave... The stand, you know, they do the, like their standard uh, waiver when they do these tryouts and they added some suspicious language. And that's what sparked this whole fire with them at the last second changing the workout location. Um, they didn't want him to have his own film crew in, in, in house uh, to actually film it because you don't know, they didn't know how they were going to release this film. It could have been like, oh, he got hurt, he had a bad bad hitch in his throw he doesn't have the mobility anymore so i understand why they did what they did but when it initially happened i was like man why would he change the location why would he do what he did but after giving it a few days and looking at it i understand why they did it but at the same time sometimes when you're looking for a job you might not want to cuss out your employer your prospective <laughs> for employer to that you want to work for but you know you kind of look at people like Ed Reed, Kenny Stills, those guys like that that were in the forefront of this taking this knee, and they're still in the league. It just shows to me that when you're when you're playing quarterback, you know that's the face of your franchise, and they want most of the time you in you know you in lockstep with the owner. So. Right. He's at odds with the NFL. He's at odds with the owner. So I think that plays a major part of him not being able to get a job is because they don't see, I don't think they will see eye to eye with him. He's not going to change the things that he's doing as far as uh, br brutality against blacks. So I don't think none of them want to actually take that media on and mm -hmm. see how it's going to play out. I think they just want to, I, I really think, because there was room for them to actually cap has more has another chance to actually sue after this suit stating that even though he won a suit and they and they signed you know he settled but he can still go back even after we settled there's still collusion and it's still whiteballing him from being in the nfl and then with that that waiver there was that clause in there with him basically waiving all his rights to anything um, holding the NFL accountable for anything that, that may happen from this point on. I think it was just like, you know, them giving some documentation, just like, here, man, sign right here, sign right here. Don't read <laughs> don't read the fine print. You know, his lawyers read it and said, you know, they it would be 
it wouldn't be in their right judgment to allow their client to sign it, sign that uh, waiver because he was signing away all his rights to to hold hold an NFL accountable. And see, like I, I disagree a little bit because I think like for them to put on this show, like you 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 did control the narrative because it was for you to come out there. It was for him to come out there and um, showcase what he can do because it's not like they're begging him to be back in the league. He wants to be in the league. So this is your time to control that narrative to show like, I still got it. Y'all have been holding out on me, but being from Atlanta and knowing where the Falcons facility is and you, where he did his, um, where he switched it up at the last minute, he really hurt himself because that's like a at least and this is even with minimal traffic an hour away right so now you've messed it up for the people that really has some interest in you to even see you so like to me he like he like blackballed himself on that one like and that's where i saw like to me like he wanted to be more of a martyr than he did want want to play ball because even his when he did you know the press play we just heard he had a little bit of you know what i'm saying like the tone in that wasn't kind of like what you're saying like if you if you want to if you're trying to get this job you don't want to be speaking bad or in a certain tone toward the employer that you're trying to get hired to so it's like you you got to play your role because they're not begging you to come back in the league you want to get back in the league so you got to just play your role and that's what i think that's the whole thing i don't understand with cap because I know he didn't start off to do the whole kneeling uh, kneeling as far as like, let me lose my job part. He was just trying to bring the awareness, which I applaud him for that. But I think because it grew so big and it took a thing of itself. But to me, he put himself out of controlling um, the narrative on that, because I think you would have been better had you go out and played, do your job, you produce on the field. And then when they do the questions, interviews, then that's where you use your platform to talk about, you know, um, the uh, cops abusing uh, people of color. And then you you can wear your clothes, you can say whatever, because now you got a platform because now you're producing on the field. So nobody can't say anything. But I, I don't know, man, like I, I don't understand what Cap did on that. I disagree with the way he moved on that. And I know we, we had talked about the Jay-Z thing. And uh, I, I saw. Oh it. boy! <laughs> I saw. I saw reports where Jay Z was mad that he did that, and I just feel like I get. I get what Cap's trying to do, but I think in this instance, when you change it like that, the last minute you hurt yourself. Now, had you been in a smaller town where people could get there, might not be so bad. But like Atlanta, like you, you ain't getting across town like that in an hour. I mean. I think uh, I can't remember Flowery Branch is where the Falcons facility is and he changed the Riverdale that's man that's like a whole nother yeah, that's like going Houston to Dallas almost but I mean here, here, here you gotta look at the optics of the optics of this thing you want to hold it on Saturday that's one of mm-hmm. the busiest days for the NFL we're in the middle of the season so okay. teams are traveling going to the perspective of respective teams that they need to play this that coming week the team that they're that's hosting the game they're going into hotels the scouts are 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 going around the country watching college college prospects so why did the nfl 
want to hold it on this particular Saturday? Why I couldn't be the next Saturday? Why I couldn't be the following Saturday? Why I couldn't just wait to the off season and let it happen? Because all this Kaepernick stuff had died, right? We, right. I mean, it, we talked about it a little bit, but it wasn't to this extreme. And then why would you put this wording into this, into this contract, into this waiver, to where he now anything that he anything that he does it it, it it doesn't hold NFL liable for anything. And then why would you why would you not allow him to bring the cameras in his own camera crew to film the workout? Why would you give him a list of coaches? I mean, a list of wide receivers that he's going to throw to. You know, so it just seems like they were setting the man up for failure. So I I am all for what he did as far as how he took it back and put it back in his hands and control the narrative. But I'm not for what we listen to in the press play on how he's like braggadocious almost like, you know, here, I did it and y'all trying to play me and, and you know, let's let's hold let, let me hold y'all accountable now. You know, the, the the right thing would to be have done what you did and then turn around and said, I just want to explain yourself why you did what you did. You know, not I'm not trying to I'm not trying to be a militant. I'm not trying to be ornery. I just want to control the narrative, and I can accept that better. You know, I, I, explain to me why you wanted, why you wanted to, why you wanted to film it because I wanted to send the, the teams, the, the 32 teams, the video. I wanted to um, be able to sign a regular waiver like everybody else. You know, so on that front, I'm with him. On the other front, I'm against him. You know, but I want to hear Jay Z come out and speak. Did, did Jay Z actually give this favor? Everybody says he did, but nobody he hasn't come out on wax and said that he did or he didn't. You know, so and if if you did, then you, now you got a backdoor deal going with with Goodell and Jay Z, and the owners are, are up in arms because now you're trying to to get them to do something out of the norm from what they're doing, and they got to focus on their their current opponent. Like, would you did you really think that they're gonna take? The head coach is gonna fly to Atlanta to watch this watch this guy work out. Come on, NFL. It, it just it just it just seems so shady all the way around. And sometimes you have to take the the, the higher road. You know, right. if, they, if you know, I'm not saying turn down the, the the opportunity, but what I'm saying is to you should have took the higher road and been humble about the situation. I appreciate the opportunity. Blah blah blah. You know, you know how the, the PC game goes and moved on. Nah, I, and 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 I agree with you on on some of those points. Like, far as um, going back to when you said that, um, you know, about the camera. Like, I think that both of them should have been able to come to a compromise. Hey, we gonna film this. Right. You can film it for yourself. That's a compromise. Right. Far as the wide receivers, same thing. Compromise. You get. I. I'll give you. You can have two of yours, and we got two of ours. Because if we pick a team, those two that you brought, Cap ain't gonna be on the team <laughs> so i need to know that people that run in routes you can read other people besides the people that you've been practicing with for three years All right so i i get that like it's a business you got to do, do business but there should have been some compromise because on one end uh colin got a uh, business on himself and as far as jay-z yeah, i'm with you I, I want jay-z to come out and talk but i think from the reports i heard from his camp is jay-z is upset and, and I can understand because I think like Jay-Z from what the reports I'm reading or hearing is that he he was a big part of getting this opportunity for Cap and Cap just like 
shook everybody, even Jay-Z, like, nah, I'm going to do this, which I'm not saying, well, I, I am saying it, it was, to me, it was a bad move because that's a business meeting. Like, regardless how you, how you look at it, it was a business meeting. And when you do business, you don't do stuff like that. Had had it just been a corporate meeting and I'm meeting you across the table and we say we're going to meet at this restaurant or diner or whatever to talk some business. And then an hour before I say, hey, meet me across town. You already got a bad taste in your mouth. You like, hey, either I can make it or I can't because, you know, what I'm saying I, I I'm already on this side. So to me, that was just, I think just changing. The, I get controlling the narrative, but it was other ways he could control the narrative. But yeah, but I mean, the thing I think the thing he should have did was if Jay Z was pressuring the NFL, would it have been wrong for him to just give Cap a call and be like, look here, man, I'm, I'm over here on this side. I'm inside so I can go ahead and, and uh, talk to them, pressure them a little bit to get you a tryout. Are you cool with that, bro? Yeah, I'm cool with that. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, right? Because that way you, 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 in Jay Z corner, you'd be like, man, are you gonna do something stupid? Or are you gonna just go through what's going through? You know, you know. So Jay Z, tell me what's going on, man. What, what's what's the what's the details of this tryout? You know, what are they asking of me? You know, what what do they expect of me? You know, and have some kind of it just seems like he asked for the favor without even incorporating him into the into the conversation on how it was going to go. So I believe that I can see how Cap is just being, you know, self-preservation, trying to, to control a narrative because nobody else is helping him control a narrative. It, it just it's just a big mess, man. And I wish we don't see it again. We don't see this kind of madness with anybody else but us. You know, so <laughs> I just wish NFL just come out and say, you know, we don't want him and move on and Cap come out and say, you know what, I'm going to move on and, and, and let it be, you know, but it's just right. an ugly situation and, and we wish we just come to some kind of conclusion at all. You got Nike out here just living it up, you know, putting a putting a apparel together for the for the occasion filming commercial and they're just reaping the benefits because of all the chaos it, it just just looks bad it's bad optics all the way around i mean you 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 said it earlier uh and, and when you was talking i think it should have just been done like in the off season unless a team that's hurting that quarterback right now because somebody got injured just brought him in other than that to you know to try out but other than that like just doing off season man yeah. and it's all legit because now everybody got a free shot and then I, I read a comment and i thought i thought about it too and i read a comment i said with the xfl starting back up colin that's that's your market right there go show what you can do and have them come holler at you but you know if you think you're too good then you that's what i say you gotta you gotta tell me are you trying to play are you trying to make a statement right that's all i want and, and i think it's a little bit of both i think it's it's them you just got it's it's just it's just a, a a manhood swinging contest. That's what it looks like to me. I'm yeah. not gonna budge, and, and his camp saying he's not gonna budge. But that's here nor there. I wish they right. get it all out. I wish Cap the best. NFL, let the man play, man. Stop trying, stop trying to play the the Jedi mind tricks with the brother. And if you want him, accept him. If you don't want him, say it, and then we all can move on from it. But let's. Let's move on to this why segment, bro. This this is. <laughs> why would you do that? Good heavens, man! Why? Man, why you do that to yourself? <laughs> because there are all sorts of crazy people out there. Why? 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 I must be tripping. <laughs> there is a TV show that just came out. I'm just sitting here ch channel surfing, 
and there's this TV show called called Kings of Pain on the History Channel. It has you know animal professional handler, guy named Rob Caveman of uh, Alavea, and a wildlife biologist Adam Thorne, and they score the world to try to get wild animals to inflict pain on them and they can mm. rate how this pain is the most weirdest dumbest thing i ever ever seen in my life <laughs> so there's supposed to be this this crazy bee called the executioner bee in bolivia and they went out and forged the forest in bolivia and found this executioner wasp and stung themselves and they sat there like two idiots and rated on a on a pain scale on how bad the pain was where where did they get stung in the form this has to be the most stupidest <laughs> thing that i want to say that i've heard all year and I, I and i've heard some there there's some there's some good um nominees for the why <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i'm i'm gonna have to and we might have to do an episode of uh 2019 why who who gonna get it but uh this right here, might have to make that a whole ceremony but uh this right here has to be stupid. One, nobody likes getting stung by bees or wasps. Right. And then you saying the most deadly, like anything that got executioner, you trying to run. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's this bee is big and yellow with red stripes. It's just screaming, look, man, I ain't bothering you. Don't bother me. You know, <laughs> and they out here catching this dude, and they and and sitting there and stung, and, and then mind you, one of them the dudes got stung, and his blood pressure dropped into the teens. So he damn near killed his fool self in the first episode. Show canceled. <laughs> we have nobody that, to host because he damn near killed himself. <laughs> that is stupid, man. Like, um, I I just don't get it. I mean, I know you're trying to make a living and do what you got to do, but is it worth it? Because if you saying that he his blood pressure dropped that bad, like he's really about to die. It's a reason it's called executioner, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. This might be the why of the year. Um <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We 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 there's a lot of nominees, but he this ranks way up to the top. Cause I know, you know, there's a lot of things I could be doing with my time. There's other ideas to make a show besides inflicting pain on one another. To see who wins, you know. Yeah, I'm. I mean, like when the inflicting pain came on each other, that was way back in the day with um, <laughs> what's what's the MTV show where they used to do all that stupid stuff? Oh, Fear Factor. Oh, that's one another one, but uh, <laughs> the, the, the stupid boys with Johnny Knoxville. Oh and, yeah, yeah. You what know they, what I'm talking what about? They call? Bam, uh, Bam, Majera, and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that ranks well. At least they were inflicting pain on one another. They weren't right. going out looking for poisonous animals to inflict the pain on themselves. And you don't know, because you know the one dude got stung and he was like, "Man, it lasted. It, it hurt real bad. It lasted me for three minutes." Then the other dude got stung and it damn near killed him because his pressure dropped so low. He could have went into cardiac arrest. So you, you're playing. You, you know, you, you're taking a crap shot at this point on on. Will you survive this pain versus Johnny Knoxville and those guys? They were just crashing tables and doing crazy stuff. At least you knew, you know, you could kind of control the environment that you're in. This is an uncontrolled environment right here. They had paramedics and they're sitting there standing by. Yeah. yeah, they had to, you know, because this is that's that's idiocy at its at its max right there. 
do. I am sitting here as you talk. I'm sitting here watching the video. I had to pull out my phone to look at it. And I'm sitting here watching the video. And one, if y'all, I don't, you know, I know we got a lot of Marvel heads out there. If you seen Ant Man and Wasp, it looked like some like robotic wasp that were created <laughs> for one. And then two, they got like a 4D HD camera. You can actually see the wasp's stinger inject into his arm. Yeah, this is stupid, and man. He, and he, what, what's the ants? When once the bee sting him, he goes, he starts to convulsing a little bit. It's like, dude, that's not fun. <laughs> but I, so this is like a the, the check has a double Y good. for me. So it, let's say, let's just say hypothetically, this it would never happen. But let's just say me and you are doing this challenge or whatever they called it if i sting you uh-huh. if i put the b on you to get stung and i see what you do why would i sting let you sting me back <laughs> right. well first we first that was we're gonna spend more time on the show figuring out who's gonna go first first of all <laughs> <laughs> And, you're, and, I, yeah. and you're right. Once I see how you would react to it, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. We got a we got an hour show. We just spent 50 minutes trying to figure out who going. Who going, who going first? <laughs> nah, I'm gonna pass on this one. <laughs> What's the next animal up? Because this one. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, that's a bear. Over there? Yeah, I'm good with the bear. I might cannot run that. And then you know they were in Bolivia, and then you know. Jaguars are native of Bolivia of the area, right? So they're walking and trying to find this execution to be, and they come across some Jaguar path. I mean, Jaguar tra- tracks, right? So then yeah. they're looking at the Jaguar tracks and he's like, yeah, that's a big old Jaguar. Yeah, he's somewhere in the area and we're walking the same way that he's walking. So one of the guys was like, yeah, you know, Jaguars they attack from behind, so I'll tell you what you do. You walk behind me, and if they get you, I can go and take off running. Man, <laughs> so this is a this, this is stupid. This is at least this stupid. is real stupid. <laughs> if you if you really gonna sit here and risk your life for fame, then more power to you. Because yeah. I'm gonna sit at home and watch it and hey, be entertained. Yeah, man. I'm sitting here. I was <laughs> I was thoroughly entertained and and. and 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 confused at the same time, like why would you inflict this on? But we know that wasn't us, you know, it wasn't us. <laughs> hey, this, them walls, man, they look like a uh, one of them uh, football teams with some fresh uniforms about to come yeah, out. The, like man. you look at them, like oh, we lost this game. Look like like, I, look like Iowa State, <laughs> just the bright yellow and, and bright red, and it's like it's screaming, "Don't mess with me! I'm I'm a killer out here." <laughs> this is stupid. Hey, I, right now. I'm gonna have to go back and play some, but right now, they in my top five for a while. <laughs> we gonna we gonna have to put up a a 2019 why. Yeah, man, put put that together and put in the group and, and let everybody laugh. That's definitely that's definitely top five for me. That is crazy. What's but, next, though? Well, we we were talking about off wax. We were talking about all this stuff with these parents like Ti and. Um, with his daughter oh, taking it to the hospital, I mean, taking it to the to the gynecologist and checking yeah. for a hymen. You got Irv Gotti pulling guns on there on on his daughter's boyfriend, and it just posed a question. We posed a question in the group, and we asked some some of the the uh, members of the group to send us emails and voicemails 
on what their thought was and and one of the voicemails shout out to christian houston we'll play the voicemail let you listen to it and it just posed a question about you know why would you when is it when are you going too far with the protecting of your kids and and is there a a line of favoritism versus boy versus girl so let's put it let's play the the voicemail and let's let's we'll we'll go back and forth on what we think about it hello this is christy from houston and my question to goldie and smash is you're talking about father having favors between the son between his son and his daughter but my question to you guys are how can a father continue to have a favorite out of his son or daughter when we live in a, tech, a technological social media driven society I don't think they're favorites anymore. I think the father has to be protective of both his son and his daughter. But that's my point. What's yours? For me, I'm I'm that that was my first thought. It's like in this day and age with everything is so moving so fast and rapidly with with social media that you gotta kinda I would think I would I have boys and you have girls so I can kind of speak from a, from a boy's perspective and then I, you know you can give from a girl's perspective you know from your right. from your girls but I'm always preaching to the boys be responsible be responsible you know and it's always they're not on social media and then we have instances where one of the, one of my sons he, you know he wants to get um, Snapchat and all this kind of stuff and, mm-hmm. and then educating them on how this stuff operates. They don't really understand once nope. it's out there, it's out there. Yep. And once you consume some stuff, you're, you can't really understand what's going on and nine times out of ten, they're not really asking you, well, daddy, why did this happen? Oh, mama, why did this happen? So, you know, I understand where T.I. was coming from but I think yep. that was to an extreme. I understand right. where Herb was coming from, but I think it was an extreme. And I, for me, I just couldn't have favorites. You know, I, yep. I, I think I would have to coddle and guide my kid, both of them equally. You know, it's not the day and age where the boy goes out and have his first sexual experience and you're like, that's my boy, you know, but now you yep. get this Me Too era, era where you can't be braggadocious about that anymore. You gotta be very cautious and tell them you know, you get yourself caught up into a he say, she say moment and nine times out of ten, you being a male, you're going to get the short end of the stick. Nah, you, I mean, you're you right. Um, I don't have boys and I kind of understand why I don't have boys now. I'd be too hard <laughs> on them, I think. And I'd probably, they they turn into some psycho killers, I know, because I would, I'd just be too hard on them on stuff they need to do. So I, I had to have girls to probably bring me down. And, and I but think, I think I'll be vice versa. I think I'd have been too soft on the girls. <laughs> nah, well, girls do make you soft. That and that's it's a good thing because you know what I'm saying like what you what you have done or your experiences with other women growing up. You don't want to see that for your your girl, right? But at the same time, it's easy to if a dude comes to talk to your girl. It's easy to have that conversation. Hey, bro, I know what you after. I can only control so much that I can. But I'm going to let you know that if some, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can have some serious conversation with them. I mean, taking taking my daughter to the, you know, GYN to check her hymen, that's, that's, that is, that's a bit too much. 
too much. Um, <clears throat> pulling a gun out on TV. Yeah, it's it's good. It's good far as TV. I mean, pulling pulling a gun out is good for TV. But you don't really want to do that nowadays. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I always had played a joke with my daughters. I told them, I said, hey, look, whoever come over to date you, I ain't gonna pull no gun out, but I'm gonna put a bullet out and write their name in a Sharpie and put it on the fireplace mantle. <laughs> and just say, if you make, if you hurt my daughter and you can outrun this, then you good. That's it. Bottom line. Case closed. I mean, but you, you just think about the psychological things, but you know what I'm saying? Like... I, th- I think a lot of times we we do do uh, we do play favorites because there's double standards. If you if if I had a boy and a girl, there Definitely. would be double standards. And me and my wife getting this uh, conversation all the time because there are double standards. That's just the way the world is, and even everybody falls into it because. The mothers are a different way with sons than they would be with daughters. They're going to tell the daughters, oh, you being too fast. And then they're going to say to the uh, boys, like, oh, look at that. All the girls like you clean your face or something like that. But you know what I mean? So right. it's just it's just double standards. Naturally, it just occurs. But in this era, I don't think you got to really be conscious of having that double standard, because I, I think especially for us. Yeah. I don't think we get a pass like everybody else get a pass. You know, you, you just, you want them. It's, I don't remember having these conversations with my parents, you know, the, the conversation that we're having and, and having to police yeah. so many things that they're going to, you know, face. I remember having a conversation about racism. Um, I, I've hardly ever had a conversation about police brutality if I ever had that conversation, it's just, you know, Mm. you do wrong, you're going to see them. That's true. You know, so we have so many things that we're discussing with our kids and information is moving so fast and they're doing so many things where, I mean, I saw where kids are, are, are hiding and turn themselves upside down, taking tampons and soaking them in alcohol and sticking them up their bus to get drunk. These are yeah, I saw that too. These are the type of things that we gotta face and we gotta deal with in, in, in this era. And it's kind of for me with boys, it's it's I'm always hard on them, and my wife is like, You're too hard. But in my frame, in my thinking, if I don't be hard on them, then somebody who don't love them is gonna really be hard on them. You know, yeah. to the point where they don't care whether they win or lose or whether, you know, live or die, you know, and for and I, I just think God gave me boys for a reason. I think God gave you <laughs> girls for a reason, because I think I would be too soft on a girl. I think that double stand. I think I would miss the boat. I really do, because I would be so enamored and in love with them that I wouldn't even I, some stuff I'll just be blind to. Oh yeah, I, and, and it, it gets that way sometimes. But then you gotta get back straight. But you you said something, man, that that just sparked because like they are they're learning at such a quick level. And, and the way I, because I, I sit down and I have these real talks with my my daughters. I tell them how I grew up, so they can understand like why I am the way I am and why I don't want them dating somebody that was like I was. Uh, but think about it man when when we were growing up where'd you get your information from 
Uh, you got your information from your your environment, the people that things that are around you. You it was you were limited to information. You didn't you didn't get it widespread like you get it now. And then when you had to do your educational research, where did that come from? Um, come from a family member, an encyclopedia. I'm dating there you go. I'm dating myself, but no, that's there you where go. It came from. <laughs> we all had that damn bookcase with encyclopedias, <laughs> and a lot of times that that fascinated us because it was just stuff that we didn't know about, and we were like, "Oh, cool." But like now, everybody can just Google and get stuff fast, like stuff that we were protected from as kids. Uh, you know, adult stuff we were protected from from our family. Right. They have open access to. So, like you said, they're they're gaining stuff as such a knowledge. Because, like, like you said, I, I saw a show on that actual thing where they were soaking the tampons in uh, alcohol and in, inserting them, and I was like, who would have thought of that stuff? Right. But that's how smart they are now. Right. And so, and that's what I try to do. I try to stay up with what they're doing. So I talk to my daughter. I'll go in there and snatch her phone, her iPad. What you looking at? Right. And she'll tell me. And she'll be like, that's mine. I'll be like, um, and I'll go get the bill. Hey, show me where your name is on this bill. Because <laughs> if it is, if, if you find it, I will give you your phone back. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And she, and she just be rolling her eyes. But I'll be trying to tell her, like, no, it's mine. It's, it's on lease to you. Right. You know what I mean? But like they they had those open talks and they tell me about it and like nowadays man it's so much stuff that if you don't have an open mind you're gonna be like so so gone so like it comes to a point where you can't play favorites even if you want to like if you're talking about favorites like that you can't play um if you go into the other like who's your favorite child then that's you know a whole different story because <laughs> <laughs> depend, you know what I'm depend on what day it is. Yeah. <laughs> or, or what they did. Or what they did. Right, Cause, right. Cause just like everybody, hey, go go get your child. But when they do something good, look, look at my baby. Look at my baby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The good stuff always your baby, but when it's the uh, they do something bad, it's the other one. But um yeah, man, it's just it's just moving so fast and it's to me it's confusing the kids because I look at the dynamics. And I always had this talk because I look at the psychological thing and it just, I'm a people watcher, so it, it, it amazes me. Every morning, my daughter catches the bus. It's about, at the stop where she's at, it's about five to six people, that, five to six kids that catch the bus. And I know my one of my daughter's best friend is right there on that bus stop with her. And it's just so funny because in the morning when they catch that bus, nobody's talking. They're all into their phone. Right, and I'm like y'all best friend. I was like when I used to catch the bus or hang out with my friends at the school or before school, like we'd be out there as boys pushing each other or laughing or whatever. I'm like they not even talk, and I just sit there and watch that until the bus come every morning, man. And it just amazes me because it's like, how do you know what? each other? Yeah, like <laughs> I see y'all play with each other when y'all do interact without uh, electronics, but now it's like so. I just wonder, man. Like you know, I grew up always liking the Jetsons and thinking that'll be a good environment to live in but now that we kind of in that environment it's not looking good because our kids don't know how to communicate it makes them more isolated so playing going back to the original thing playing favorites could get you in trouble because if we're playing favorites it's basically double standards for boys and girls right. and and like you said earlier in this environment we got to be careful because to me in this environment, it's more 
it's getting hard and i know people probably get on me but it's getting harder for the males in this environment right than the females because it's like you can't as a as a boy he might just be like hey i like you and he might just say maybe add another word in there and that could be a form of harassment or something right is it okay? so they have to be real careful right. yeah you know what i mean like it's got to be real careful so you know what I mean? So it's 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 different, but like we got to be able to evolve and be uh, stay with the times. But I don't know, man. That's that, that was a good question. That that's really gonna keep me up tonight. Honestly, thinking about that some more. So I might have to come back. We might have to do another touch on this one because that was a good question. Right. So shouts out to Chris. Thank thank you for the for the voicemail, and we hope to do that some more. But we coming deep into this hour man it, it felt good to get back on this mic man it just felt good to get back on waxing and it's kind of funny man we, we hadn't been recording and we don't talk as much now that we record we didn't talk you know plan on recording we didn't talk like three four five times this week <laughs> it's crazy yeah that is crazy man <laughs> i ain't gonna lie like man the you know i, I always say that the recording is, is my therapy uh-huh. and and i I ain't been to my therapist, man. I've been pent up. I I told people today, I was like, I don't like her. <laughs> they were like, what you mean? I'm like, I said, look, man, I don't have to like her to work with her. I can be professionally, and if you put us on a team professionally, we gonna get the job done. We gonna be the number one team. But we never have that, a beer after the, after the game was over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that don't mean like I said. If we go. I almost said that. You almost said the exact same. I said if we go to the bar right after we win our little thing as a team, that don't mean I'm be drinking with her. Right. Right. So I was like, it's it's a separate thing. I said I can work with anybody, but I don't like her. And I was like, man, I need some therapy. You know what I mean? And and that's why I was happy then. When uh, Goldie has said, "Hey man, we get on tonight. We got to get back at it." And you know, I I could have been pessimistic and be like, "Ah man, let's just wait to 2020." But Goldie pushed me, so I'm I'm glad he pushed me. So I'm glad to be back, bro. No doubt. But for all the listeners, you know, share, subscribe, follow, tell a friend, tell a friend. Uh, we we want to make sure that we get back to what we're doing. We're back in this groove. We're back in the saddle, man. I'm glad to be here, and I'm glad for the listeners. We apologize for the for the hiatus we took, but sometimes life is life, and we got to take care of business. But so the only thing I say is that we we apologize for not leaving y'all with a dope beat to step to. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> As he quotes. Eric B and Rakim. <laughs> but it's good to be back on the mic, bro. So with that being said, much love. And we out. Peace. Picky, 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 baby girl, oh, been a long time, we shouldn't have left.